sound happy, I want you to practice exercises. I want you oh, to hey, you want to do some fuck? Here's my exercise for you, buddy. Hey, Paul, could you hand me one of those? I'm going to run out here That's pretty shortly. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, get loose. Get on the mics here. Yeah, I feel like we were maybe a little rusty last week. I don't know. Were we a little rusty? I felt like maybe I was a little rusty. I was. I felt rusty too. Yeah, my ideas and transitions and shit weren't feeling all that smooth to me. So I felt rusty then, and uh, now I feel like shit now. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I feel like shit now. This <sighs> is way past Paul's bedtime. Paul, Paul can't do this anymore. We're gonna have to figure something out. I had a whole lot of um, just so much went on with yeah. the, with the sneezing fit. Yeah, we got a uh, we got we got the Grizzly. We got Paul here on the mic with us. Cool, Mr. Cool Whip, Cody, and it's your boy TT Fresh. And yeah, Paul and myself, if you can't tell, got the allergies whooping our ass today. Paul more than a little more than me, but also I'm also still recovering my voice from uh, fucking Sunday. I'm burping because I've been drinking, folks. I haven't really stopped drinking. Uh, I'm over here coughing it up, but yeah, I yeah. feel great by the way. I'm not sick at all. These two fucks are over here just. No, ruining my mood, sick. but I'm not I'm sick. happy. I'm feeling good for today's yeah. episode. I'm excited, but Tyler, we do have some just sad news to start with, and we've been having to hear <sighs> the happy, the the talk shit you all year long. So yeah, uh-huh. what thirty eight, thirty five Chiefs? I'm eating my McDonald's fries because yeah. I'm gonna look like White Goodman by the end of this week. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. <laughs> that game was a, what a what a fucking fluke. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't a fluke. It was a great Super Bowl, dude. Um, for everybody that watched it, highest scoring Super Bowl, I believe. We had the most points uh, scored in the Super Bowl by the losing team, which isn't a stat that's fun because we fucking lost. But, you know, we beat ourselves. Uh, a lot of the John, Jonathan Gannon and our defense, um, they Andy Reid and Biennemi, they, they just broke us down, dude. The, the, the touchdown to Kadarius Tony, then the one to Sky Moore on that same play. They, uh, I mean – the way Gannon's defense is set up, if you're in a certain formation and we, they send a, a, a motion man that way, mm-hmm. we send our man with it, and they, they try to always switch with that, and they always leave a man open in the flats. Uh, I saw a video breaking it down that's more in-depth, much more in-depth, uh, that uh, Jacksonville had used it on us. Dougie P used it on us and scored okay. with, uh, with Jamal Agnew on it against us when we played Jacksonville. And, uh, yeah, essentially, I mean, it was just it's film study. It's not hard. And there's nothing hard. There's nothing, like, really – Crazy genius behind how they beat us. It was straight up football, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to take that. You got to walk away from that as it is. You know, we lost straight up football. Um, that whole that 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 call at the end was bullshit. That's a bullshit call, even if it is holding, because that that ball's not catchable. That's very much not a catchable ball. Uh, so no reason to throw that flag, especially not in the Super Bowl. Ref should know better than that. Big time game. Keep the fucking flag in your pants, bro. Like that's ridiculous. And I, I would say that I've been saying that all year that these refs have been shitty. Um, yeah. And I still stand by that. I'd stand by it if it was any other team. You know what I mean? Now, that's These refs are god-awful. So there's that. But I don't blame that on them at all. The whole loss it definitely was not on that call. It was, and I, even though I say it was on him, it was the fumble by Jalen Hurts. And uh, it's still my guy. Jalen Hurts is still fucking a baller. He's one of the best in the league. He's proven it. I'm, he's still my guy. I'm still riding behind him 100%. And he, I'm sure he'll learn from that. I'm sure no, no one needs to beat him up over that. I'm sure he's beating himself up enough about it and is trying to come back from it. But, yeah, it was that fumble that gave him those points up, dude. We were on a roll, too. Oh, my God. What was it? It was 21-6 to six when that happened? Or 21-7 to seven or something when that happened? Something like that, yeah. You guys had I, a lot of momentum until yeah. that point. And, then that, and, that was, and that was the whole turn, bro. And uh, it fucked us. I mean, I watched the whole Super Bowl, but 
I did have to shotgun a four loco at the at halftime. I wish I did. And so that fucked me a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, fantastic game, and you can't blame Jalen Hurts at all. That's your guy. He's gonna make the He's Eagles. Our guy. Eagles are be gonna be contenders for probably the next fucking eight years because of him. So you guys are set up. I I think the Chiefs are in a more dire situation to win there, considering like Patrick Mahomes and that the Chiefs could have got the narrative of you know not really being able to close a deal after getting there so many times and being so close yeah. so many years in a row. So, but um, I, keep your head up, buddy. I think you got good to look forward hey. to. You got a lot of draft picks coming up. I'm excited. Yeah. Draft talks always fun for me. We'll get into that here soon. Oh yeah, I'm always excited about that, man. And and you guys made it to the bowl. I mean, Cowboy. Oh, yeah. When's the last time the Cowboys made the Super Bowl? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't I'm, wanna, I don't I'm so glad. I'm so glad all you other <laughs> Cowboy fans and Niner fans and Redhead fans, we're just glad Philly lost. We were happy. We got what we wanted. Keep in mind, understand what you're rooting for. You got to root for other motherfuckers' successes or failures because what <laughs> you like and what you support isn't even good enough. Listen to those words I just said. Good enough. Before you come talk shit to me and the Eagles, is you and your team good enough? Ask yourself that question. Are you good enough? You're probably not. Keep rooting on our downfall. You can't even worry about yourself. That's why your team sucks. <coughs> and that's just for everybody that was talking shit. And that's not to, like, everybody. I'm not, like, a jaded fan. I just, you know, that's for everyone who wants to talk shit. Fuck you guys. Fuck your teams. Unless you're a Chiefs fan, you've got nothing to say to me. And uh, and even then, fuck Juju Smith. That dude's a fucking, he's annoying as shit. How do you feel before we move off of the, we won't talk Super Bowl anymore, before we move off of football in general. How do you feel about both your offensive and defensive coordinator getting head coaching jobs? Great. Absolutely great. You're glad they're gone? You... I, I just talked about Gannon. He's the reason we lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, he's a big part of that. Fucker didn't even give a post-game uh, interview, by the way. Damn. The no. Super Bowl, Paul. And That's the nuts. defensive coordinator didn't want to give a post-game interview, you fucking coward. It's his fault. That's almost as bad as the head coach crying during, during the national anthem. No, see, that's that's why <laughs> that's, he's gonna defend Sirianni. I am defending Sirianni. Maybe why you lost the game potentially. Think I, about that. I don't. I don't get why everyone hates on Sirianni so much, dude. <laughs> no, I'm not hating on Sirianni. No, no, but but everyone just... does though. Everyone hates on Sirianni so bad. And it's like, ha ha. Why do you? I'm glad you hate the guy. He's a winner. The guy's a winner. A little, he's just a little corny. He's a he's a good coach. He's a winner, absolutely. But he does, he does stuff that's a little corny. So. I don't think he's corny. I think he's very genuine. Um, and I don't know. I mean, we played football. I, I'm probably going to fucking cry if I make it to the Super Bowl because oh, yeah. I love the sport. Oh, yeah. you kidding me? And I know a lot of other people don't probably don't care, but, but like, if, think about something you really care about and you made it to that moment. Yeah, of course the guy's emotional. So I was like, dude, that, that kind of gave me goosebumps seeing him cry. Maybe it's because he is the coach of my team, but I got goosebumps from it because it didn't seem corny to me. That seemed like, yo, that's a man who probably was told a lot of times. He was fired a lot. Probably told a lot of times you'll never get to this fucking spot. That's fucking hilarious. Keep dreaming. And he's there. He made it there. So, shouts out to you, Sirianni. I'm, you, I fucked with that moment. As I know you were joking, Paul, but... Sweet sentiment, sentiment though. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I loved that moment. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was going so well until the end, man. <laughs> oh, so well until a couple moments there. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, to the coordinator thing, yeah, fuck Gannon. Go have fun in... Uh, Unprofessional. Uh, in, in fucking Arizona. That's where he got hired, picked up today. Go have fun with Kyler yeah, Murray. Have fun with Kyler Murray. Yeah, fuck ass. you. Go, we'll probably whip your ass next year. So have fun with that. And Steichen, um, you know, I expected him to go. I, I'm not surprised that he Where got a head go coach. Again? Indianapolis. That's right, Indianapolis. We've been, us and India have been so yeah, back and forth yeah. these last couple of years. It's crazy. But, yeah, no, Steichen, our offensive coordinator, went to Indy. He wasn't terrible. Obviously, our offense was very good. So, obviously, he knew what he was doing. 
Um, he'll be missed, but I think he can definitely be replaced. There's other offensive coordinators that can come in, and as long as they – I mean, they know what we have to work with. You don't got to fix what ain't broke. And the, 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 there are things that are broken. Don't get me wrong. We don't have a perfect offense. We, it, it, there's spots that need work. Um, I'm excited to see who we get. That's when I'll be worried or happy, when I see who we get. Okay. Yeah, and start speaking of coach hirings, I, mean, I don't know if we've talked about it yet, and if we have, I might sound like a fool. And if not, I'm going to brag either way. No, I think we only kind of touched on uh, yeah, it. Yeah, the Broncos have Sean Payton now. So I, we, I had kind of called it, yeah, kind of called it early on. We had to give up our first, first round. First. We had to give up our first round draft. Yes. Another, another first rounder another gone. Another first rounder gone. The, the first rounder that we got for Bradley Chubb, it was the 49ers pick this year, which was like 29. Or yeah. Something. So not a huge loss, but – um. Yeah, if anybody's going to turn this around, I guess I have to trust in Sean, uh, Sean Payton. And, and no, hey, if, if anybody was worth giving up another first rounder, I mean, I don't hate that because it's Sean Payton. That's going to that's gonna make it work. One of the first quotes I heard him say, too, is about uh, Russell Wilson having his own personal training staff on, on, like the, oh on, the, on the, the team grounds and team campus and all that stuff. Payton was like, yeah, I don't know about any of that. Uh, not familiar with that, but that's not going on here. No, that's, that's not, not going to be the Broncos and – the, and Bronco official, you know that the the staff, and that's it. <laughs> well, uh, I have bad news before we move on. Breaking news! Oh no, football season's over. It's done, folks. There's we, uh, nothing left. It's done. So yeah, we have to buckle up for the log haul here. Choose choose your sport. You want a baseball, basketball, uh, lacrosse, racquetball, uh, racquetball, kabaddi, softball. Softball's pretty fun. Professional um, beer drinking. Yeah, so there, there's there's some stuff to choose from, but nothing's quite like football season. So that's uh, that's a bummer. But I will say, if you're not, if you know you're miss, gonna miss football and need something to fill that gap, well, we're gonna have a good stretch of here for a while as UFC fights. Yeah, and we had a fantastic one on Saturday night. A fantastic good one. ass fight. We'll start with the main event. I told you guys to bet Volkanovski, bet the jar, take the plus money. Oops. I took the loss. I'm not, listen. This is lo- this is not a loss that I'm going to be upset about because the money yeah, you can't what plus three hundred money and and the way the Volkanovski fought this fight. You could, I cannot be upset at myself at all for making the bet that I did. And I, you could very much argue that he kind of maybe won. Yeah. I mean, like you know, I'm not. Yeah, we're going to get into it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's so let's start with that. We'll start with the main event: Islam Makachev versus. Alexander Volkanovsky for the UFC lightweight championship. Volkanovsky coming up in weight, the number one pound for pound fighter versus what claimed the number two pound for pound fighter. I'll let our main UFC correspondent Grizzly step on in and, and talk about this fight. I mean, just brilliant. And like the whole thing was entertaining. Mm-hmm. There were multiple knockdowns, a few slips, um, back and forth. Volk was able to largely neutralize um, Islam's takedowns. There was a short period when he had his back taken by Islam, I think three minutes or so in the fourth round. Um, Other than that, he was able to neutralize pretty much everything. Um, The way... You didn't know what to expect going in. A lot of people thought that Islam was just going to run through him and the size disadvantage for Volk was going to be like... Super apparent, which it was, to the, um, eye, when you, to when the eye test, but not to the yeah. Train. When you when you look at it, Volk looks like a little kid out there trying to fight a grown man. But that was very much not the case. No, not at all, not at all. And even if you're not into wrestling and the grappling and the whole nine, if you know anything about sambo wrestling, it's it's elite and it's basically been unstoppable for the last few years. The best of the best sambo wrestlers are pretty much unstoppable. And to watch 
and to watch yeah Khabib and to watch Islam get in the what was it in the second or the third round where he got into uh he put the legs in he locked the legs in and on the on the back of, of Volk and the way Volk was able to fight and fend off the choke for like a minute or 45 seconds oh, I think that was like the third round dude. yeah, yeah well, he did it for like and, a solid almost and two just minutes. to see somebody like truly defend against that mm-hmm. and stop it from like even he was in the dis you know in a position he couldn't get out of at a disadvantage he was just like he Islam couldn't do anything else you know what I mean and so it yeah. was it was shocking to see somebody actually take on that samba wrestling and show that hey, this this is beatable. It's not an unstoppable, you know. Yeah. And and Islam or you know Volk was at a disadvantage with the weight and the size and everything, and still showed, man, what a fucking fight! Five rounds. I didn't think yeah. it was gonna go five. I That's mean, what his, brute his, strength his, will do you, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his stock rose, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. Volk's stock rose. Islam's stock rose, in my opinion. It was a great fight by him too. It wasn't like he went in there and fought a fucking scrub. Like just because people thought he was supposed to steamroll Volk. That just means people were wrong. He he's a fucking monster. Yeah, Islam had to go in there and fight the number one pound for pound for pound fighter, and he did a, a pretty great job. Yeah, he won the fight. I think yeah. he won the fight. I'm not gonna. I do too. He's there because he still he still had control most of even though Volk yeah. fought his ass. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it, it wasn't the ass with him, but he still was in control. I see yeah. arguments both ways. I definitely don't think it was a robbery, um, but I did have Islam winning. Yeah, yeah, no. I want to call it a robbery, like some people are, because it was just that close. When it's that close, I don't know if you can. It wasn't robbed. Like it, it comes down to the finer points of it. It has to be a real ass whooping, mm-hmm. and then the wrong decision for it to be a robbery. Yeah, I agree. And that it was not either way. But the topic of discussion here, I think more than not, is the pound for pound ranking because Islam was going for number one here. Mm. In my mind, even though Islam won the fight. I don't think Islam takes the number one ranking. I think, and and I don't. Didn't the rankings come out today? And Volk kept it, and I think that's yeah. the right move. I think the way Volk fought with the disadvantage of coming up in weight and being mm-hmm. so undersized, absolutely. I think Volk is still the number one pound for pound fighter in the UFC, and so that's like, I don't know. It's crazy to say, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Islam because Islam is dominant. He proved how well rounded of a fighter he is, and just yeah. how great he is, but. Yeah, I'm taking Volk at number one still. And that's yeah, you just love Australians. <sighs> Volk is maybe doesn't? Who doesn't? I, I hated Volk. <laughs> the first couple times he beat Max Holloway, I, I did was too. not I don't, a fan of Volk. Yeah, I no, I, and and I say, he still has a, has a weird spot in my heart just because I don't like him for hitting Maxie like that, dude. And I love Max yeah. Holloway. And Watching the Ultimate Fighter made me like him a lot. Mm. The season that he was on the Ultimate Fighter, it showed like, he, he is a good guy. And just a that's guy that busts his fucking ass, bro, and that's the reason yeah. he's so good. He just works his ass off. Oh, you could tell that just by watching. I mean, because I never, I haven't seen the Ultimate Fighter or anything about him, but I, I believe that that he fucking works his ass off. That's pretty evident for sure. Yeah. yeah. So fantastic fight. What is that? Was that the, that's not the first card of the year, was it? No, that wasn't the first card of the year. No, but I mean, it's just not and, the first pay per view. Yeah, we got next one coming up. We got John Jones versus Cyril Gone. Oh, was that March fourth? No, that's in like that's in like two weeks, isn't it? Or is it March fourth? Fifth, I think. March. F- yeah, it's no, like, it's March fourth. No, Tyler was right. It's March fourth. <laughs> yeah, you try to uh, you know what, take everything away from me. Haven't I been through enough? Yeah, and I'll actually be yeah, I'll be in town for that one. So I'll be excited. Yeah. I'm going out of town a lot these next few weekends, so yeah. you won't see me. But uh, the Tyler, we'll get over convention. that. Yeah. So let's let's jump on to the co-main event, the uh, interim featherweight championship on the line. Wow. Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett. This one was something. I just want to point out that Cody was going to put money on Josh Emmett, and he was pretty certain about it. And I was we had talked about it, and we we talked out. I and I might have told the people that there was you know go for it, but I talked myself out of it. Come time to actually put money 
It was a coin it. flip, or so I thought going into it. But Yair put it on him, man. That mm-hmm. that body kick. Yeah, Yair, oh, Yair's he, kicks. Oh, those ribs, good. those ribs on Emmett were like beat red after this first round. But I will give it to to Josh Emmett though. Boy, that, that motherfucker fought his ass off. That's he, a tough motherfucker. He was too man. tough. That's a tough. And even after getting his ribs demolished, tap, tossed around a little bit, bleeding on on his eye, dude's right hand is still deadly. Oh, he's no still doubt. almost. You know, that right hand almost looked like a one hitter quitter. Still, bro. He would have oh. carried, and he would have carried that all five rounds if he didn't, you know, get submitted. He would choked car- out. Yeah. He would have carried that power, man. He's he's different when it comes to that, but. Absolutely. Yair was just a little bit too good. Yeah, and Yair, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see Volk come down and, and fight Yair back for, you know, the title, which, yeah, which Volk is still the champion. Let's not let this interim shit throw anybody off. This was yeah. basically a number one contender fight. And so right. uh, the Yair fight will be fun. Now, I I still think Volk is probably going to piece up Yair if he goes back, if Volk chooses to go back down just because I watched Yair fight Max Holloway and couldn't beat Max Holloway. And just after yeah. what I watched, Volk to the max the last time out. It's like I don't, I don't know if there's anybody in this featherweight division that's gonna touch Volk, man. So we're gonna see. He might hold the title for quite some time if he decides to come back down and just defend the featherweight belt. I don't know if that's what he's gonna do or what his plans are here. He's got people to fight. He's got Yair, obviously. Now that's the number one. Um, Arnold Allen is coming up. He's fighting Max Holloway mm-hmm. next. You know, if he wins, he's definitely in the in the race for for next contender for Volk. So he's got business at 145, and I'm excited to see all of it. That's going to be interesting. Interesting. And for Islam, I'd personally like to see Benil Daryush. Oh, I'd love – they're going to – I think they just booked the fucking fight. They need to. Between and no, Benil and fucking Charles Oliveira. Oh, oh, they did just book that That's fight, yeah. That's fucking bullshit, man. And, yeah. <laughs> it's so bullshit. Benil should definitely get the shot. He could get it right now without fighting Oliveira. It's uh, and do you he's, think he's on a you think he can beat Oliveira? I certainly think he can. Will he? I don't know. Oliveira is a wild card, man. You you can't you can't pick either way on him. Um, well, I I, I like to pick Oliveira, but sometimes he gets submitted by Islam Makhachev. Sometimes he fucking knocks out one of your favorite fighters and Dustin Poirier. <laughs> you, you don't know, you know, or he submitted Poirier too. But yeah, he was beating the shit out of him. No, you never know with Oliveira, but uh. Let's get into the rest of this card. I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a huge card. If there's any uh, the the third fight, Jack Della Maddalena. I actually said that without fucking it up. I said it wasn't bad. Actually, yeah, you're I, I better. really focused there. Yeah, it's maybe practic- this you're practicing in the mirror. Huh? Talking in this mic thing is getting a little easier for me. I, I was rusty last week and every other week before when I stuttered. So a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot just, of D's in that last name. There, yeah, Maddalena. Mouthful. Yeah. Maddalena. I had to. Ta- I learned to take the G out, not Magdalena, just Maddalena. You know, you just keep D's in your mouth. Fuck you, huh? Keep it stuffed. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jack Della Maddalena fought Randy Brown, and it was actually uh, what we thought was going to be a good fight. Uh, Maddalena pretty much handled this without question. Oh, Randy, it was the face plant, Randy. Ooh, it was, it was <laughs> the really face was. plant, dude. You were done after that one, bud. He was, he was doing really about well. The face man. Plant. He was. He had like. My boy Brandy Brown got, got like he caught like a what was it a straight like right when he tried to take a step or something like that or it was a rib shot when he took a step I don't know my guy ended up taking a tumble dude and he kind of just went limp body when he was going down so that way he could recover as soon as he was done falling and yeah it went into like a chokehold I believe and yeah he got submitted yeah it was ugly 
was looking good, man. But then, yeah, he just got he got caught on the temple by something. Took his mm-hmm. legs out, did a little chicken dance. Another Aussie <laughs> went in there and took a dub, right? Yeah. I believe yeah, yeah. I believe uh, uh, Magdalena Della de Vadova is a Jesus Aus- Christ, Australian, man. I believe. He is. He's Australian, and he's on a four fight finish streak, three knockouts Ooh. in this this most recent submission. That we're just kind of a knockout. He just chose to throw the choke in at the end. Yeah, he could have. I mean, he probably could could have got the TKO, but I mean, it's good. To, I mean, I respect him for getting that submission in a TKO because sometimes TKOs are bullshit in, in situations like that. Because like, Randy Brown definitely would have had to been submitted to me to make the fight up. I don't think he would have been gotten knocked out that round. Yeah. I think he would have recovered enough to not get hit and knocked out. I don't think that would have happened. The chokehold though, that yeah, he was susceptible yeah. to that. Obviously, oh, yeah. that one got him. I mean. Yeah, Megalodon was on his ass with that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, Megalodon. <laughs> you know what I said, fucking Jack Madonna. Yeah, you're, you're done. You're not allowed to pronounce last names anymore. You're you're that's, fired. That's fair. Oh, enough. this next one to get, throw you for a loop too, because I shouted out uh, one of the early prelim fighters last week, and she ended up getting the job done. Loma Luke Boomy. She's a she's a brilliant she's a brilliant. When the hell did Loma Lake blow you? <laughs> <laughs> she's a brilliant Muay Thai fighter. She ended up getting a submission. I mean, dominant grappling in this fight from her, which we have not seen yet. She uh, got a big takedown at the beginning of the second round, threw the hooks in, got a rear naked choke, flopped around like a dolphin, and that's coincidentally what her name means. See, I don't, I didn't, uh, I don't, I, don't, I think I got here after that fight. Yeah, that was you way did, early. Yeah, that was way early. See, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I was still at work when I saw him. You got to be fight. a hardcore to catch some of those early fights, man. And I, I made sure we caught that one. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing Austin Lamalakum. Who did she fight? <laughs> at least Reed. Was ah, one. yeah, that one. Yeah, what are you gonna say about that one, huh? <laughs> well, at least Reed didn't get knocked out. She only got oh, her naked there you choke. Go. That was brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. Hey, shout out though. Going into the next card, not only John Jones, Cyril gone, but I do want to shout out up and comer. I don't. And if you follow UFC and know the up and comers, he's the biggest star coming up right now. Jack Miha. Don't listen to anything Tyler says when it comes to UFC. He's completely clueless. I'm talking about none other than Bo Nickel will be the first fight in the main card on the Cyril Gone John Jones fight. Bo Nickel was a NCAA wrestler at Penn State and one of the pro- most prolific and winningest wrestlers at P- in Penn State in history. He was a dominant wrestler. Yeah. He's been kicking ass in the UFC. Uh, there's a lot of hype around his name, so this is his first actual UFC appearance. He did two appearances on Dana White's Contender Series, and I don't think either match lasted over 30, 45 seconds. Mm. So, yeah, watch out, Bo Nickel. Got a yeah. shout out there. Paul, you have any thoughts on Bo Nickel? I know you think he's a little overhyped. No, I never said that. I think yeah. he's I think he's pretty good, man. I think he uh, he's short on octagon time, but that's no fault of his own. He's whooping everybody's ass real early. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, probably in his pro career – no more than 10 minutes octagon time, I'd say. Yeah, he's only 4-0, I think. 4-0 yeah. pro yeah. career. Which is yeah. also. And his, and his time at uh, Penn State, too, that was the Sandusky era. So he's actually uh, second uh, in line for most amount of time on the match with boys. Know, you know, oh, uh, Tyler man. can't take this segment Wait seriously. Not whatsoever. We're never going to be a legitimate good. UFC podcast. Because that, that, Tyler, was just, was, that was good. That was All things aside, like, was he there? Sandusky time? He probably was there a little after, huh? I'm sure he was. That was, was, a, that was years ago. Was years I'm going to yeah. assume after, yeah, for the sake of it. I just couldn't help it with the Sandusky joke when you said Penn I State. Know, I, had to, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, they're, they're, they're good. They're a dime a dozen. But <laughs> All right, let's get over this atrocity and move on oh, to and some entertainment. Oh, and just to correct you, oh. Cody, that's not, the ne- that's not the next card. The next card is the brilliant 
uh, Jessica Andrade versus Aaron Blanchfield. Oh, well, we yeah, have Paul cards. Fight Nights. We're talking main uh, cards. The he, UFC he Fight Night, which is said. this well, Saturday. Cody only cares about pay-per-views. Pay no, yeah. I watch the Fight Nights, too. I watch the next pay and, and listen, I don't. Paul. Paul's kind of high in this Aaron Blanchfield chick. Um, second I, second round submission maybe she's gonna submit Jessica Andrade. Aaron Jessica Andrade. Jessica Andrade is gonna beat the shit out of this woman. I just watched. I'll, hey, I'll, I'll try to fight. That I'll, wouldn't surprise me either. But I've I, heard, I think I think Blanchfield. I'll try to show you the last sub, fight. By submission. No, I've seen I've seen Jessica fight before. I've seen her. I know her name. But uh, Aaron Blanchfield. That sounds like an accountant from Minnesota. I don't. I've never. <laughs> she's an accountant from New Jersey, matter of fact. And she uh. she beat Molly McCann. Just the pieces in the last fight. Molly in, McCann? In last fight. Yeah, crucifixed her, elbowed her to, to shreds. Uh, I guess Molly uh, McCann't. Exactly. Did you see what Andrade did to the girl in her last oh, fight? No, it I was know. painful. Oh, I know. And, and and let me say, Lauren Murphy is probably a better opponent than... Um, exactly. Uh, who was I just talking about? Andrade. Or no, than Bla- uh, uh, Blanchfield. No, okay, uh, Lauren Murphy's better than Molly, Molly McCann. Oh, McCann. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, she's, she ain't... No. Blanchfield gets Lauren Murphy out of there quick, too, with a submission, I think. I'm high on her. I think she could get it done. We'll see. Andrade is just a freak, man. When she's when Andrade isn't dropping people on their heads or knocking them unconscious, <laughs> she is susceptible to, you know, being submitted or controlled on the ground at the very least. Oh, yeah. My, my money is on the accountant getting knocked the fuck out. But um, yeah, speaking of accountant, boy, what's doing numbers right now is Hogwarts Legacy. Mm. I don't have the exact number I know, but I know just the 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 pre-order, the pre-sales they had done alone was ridiculous. It broke Steam records, and I think it almost crashed Steam because they were getting so many of them. And uh, yeah, now that it's out, it came out February 10th, I believe was the official like release release date. Um, it's still doing good, and everyone's talking high on it. And I can tell you right now, first-hand experience, me and Cody have both played it. I think he's a little more ahead of me because he got it. He was one of the pre-order guys. I still have, I'm level 12 right now. I've played like nothing. So you're still you're barely ahead of me because I'm still right in the beginning too. I haven't had much time to play it. Today is Valentine's Day, by the way. Happy so Valentine's I have been, Day. I have been busy with Morgan. She's in the other room now. But uh, oh. yeah, it's been Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Love you all. Have you reported your relationship to HR yet? Oh uh, no, because no. Fred. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to Fred next time he's in here because we're gonna have to get that written. I was like, HR's not even never even here, so. <laughs> Fair enough. We kind of do whatever we want. But uh, yes, yeah, anyway, besides all that, yeah, I've, uh, I've only had a little bit of time to play it recently. But wow, great fucking game. So fucking fun. So immersive. Uh, as a Harry Potter fan, trust me, you'll love it. It's so satisfying. Not If you're not a Harry Potter fan, you just want a good game. It's a really, really fun semi-RPG type adventure it's a rpg adventure game i would say um but it's it's really well done i, I enjoy the combat i was the, that was the main yeah. thing i was worried about was the how the combat would feel but i really like the system they put together with that it can be really fluid and you can kind of get into a nice rhythm i'm once, an ass once you figure it out yeah it could be very um spider-man-esque in, in the sense of just satisfaction of like you know just doing the crazy moves and beating the shit out of people you're fighting um so it, it's got that and not only that but one cinematically and graphically it's beautifully done everything you know they they took their time with this game they really went into detail with all the little side quests and just the detail they put into hogwarts itself in terms of the map and and the way the game looks um but the story man i mean great story it's got a great story so far and i'm barely into it but it's got a fantastic story it's it's worth following along and it's going to be you know, within itself, a movie by the time it's all said and done, and it's it's gonna yeah. be a fun ride to be along with. So I'm I'm excited to play just for that aspect to get to these cutscenes and see 
um, what they've done with the story and where they're going to go with it. Yeah, very, very, very cool. Um, It's the little things. There's a lot of little details that I've noticed throughout the game that are so nice. Um, by the way, if you can, if you have, a, if you're on next gen, well, you, you are if you're playing it because it's only on next gen right now. Yeah, it won't release for PS4 or anything until I think April. But April, that yeah, it, if do they're really pushing you to get that next yeah, gen now? They're yeah, they really are really fucking pushing it. Yeah, they are. Um, but next performance gen. mode, dude. Oh my god, did you put yours on performance mode? No, I don't even know what that is, man. I just got a PS5. When you well, no, it's when, when you get the game when you first like go to your settings, you can pick which mode you want it on because you can do fidelity. Which is just like it make it really is just like um, focuses on uh, I think like I images like like I like radiation. That's what I'm looking for, like radiation and other stuff like that. So like everything, like all the like literal small things in the environment are like finely detailed. Um, but performance mode kind of focuses on frame rate rather than like mm-hmm. picture and gradation and stuff like that. Um, and I prefer frame rate just because like of the combat stuff. And the fact that as you're exploring, I'm moving a lot, doing a lot of camera work. So with higher frame rate, I still feel like you get a lot of the graphical like benefits of what the ne- they're trying to do with next gen. Because that shit looks so fucking good. Even when you're like okay. spinning around fast with the camera. Yeah, yeah. It, with the frame rates keeping up the way they do, it's, it's, fu- it's a movie, dude. It's fucking picturesque. Interesting, interesting. So we're both playing different ways. But yeah, fantastically done game. I mean... Do we have any other games that are coming up this year that are going to be? Oh wait, nope. Star Wars, a new, new. Oh yeah, that's coming up. Well, they delayed that one. I think that one's comes out uh, late April now. But that still has a contention for game of the year in April. Yeah, hell yeah, it does. So, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. definitely going to compete with Hogwarts. Excited oh yeah, just fuck for that game. Oh yeah, there's a shit ton of games coming out, but uh, a lot of them slip my mind right now. Just, I mean, I know there's recent ones coming up. Um, yeah, Hogwarts Legacy is out. The Dead Space remake just came out. I still want to play that one. Um, we got, uh, God, what is it slipping my mind now? Uh, not Dead Island. What am I trying to think of? Because that's later in the year. Resident Evil 4, the remake. That's what I'm trying to think of. The Resident Evil 4 remake, I believe, comes out later this month or in March, unless I'm mistaken. And that one will be really good, too. Because the first Resident Evil 4, played on PS2, fucking phenomenal. Great Resident Evil game. Uh, they're, they're making a remake of it. Um... After they've already done remakes of two and three, but four to me was like the best one back in the day, and they're doing it again, and it's gonna be fucking phenomenal. I'm hyped for that one. Resident Evil's a fantastic game series. I don't think I'll play. I don't like anything scary, man. I'm not a scary guy. That one's kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie. Resident yeah. Evil Four was kind of scary. So yeah, I'm not into it. It was more action than it was more like more action heavy, like more like a lot more fighting, gunfighting than the other ones. They're more survival horror, but yeah, this one still had a good horror aspect to it. Getting chased down by those fucking villagers is scary. So, we got to get Paul hooked up with a console soon and get get you. We'll get my PS4. My PS4 screams right now because it's so dirty. So we got to get. Oh that yeah. Up and then. I think I get you a get Paul on these games, man. I got I got you an old Gamecast I can use. <laughs> I'm looking for a game with some good swamp water in it. Jesus Christ, this man in this. You in this swamp water? This next next gen frame rate hullabaloo. Where's the swamp water at, man? And what's it looking like on these next gen consoles with a 4K television? I should hey, you not. Hey, let me tell you some swamp water in 4K. We let you play that game, get you a couple collards, neck neck bones. Shoot, it'll be set, bud. I'll tell you what. This you want to know how dedicated this man Paul is to swamp water. It's not even on this podcast. We're sitting on Super Bowl Sunday, right, watching the game, 
and the the people's pool that were watching the game is is kind of you know murky and nasty. It's winter time; they're not really yeah, taking care of it right now. Yeah, they're you know they'll take care of it. It's a nice pool, but it, it's murky and nasty right now. <laughs> Ball walks up and he just looks at me and he goes, "You know what? This is really missing from being in some really nice swamp water." <laughs> Moss. <laughs> and I, it's, it's a thing with Paul. And I was like, Jesus I, Christ, man. It's I a couple things. That was a personal story between you and I. <laughs> Fuck you for and, bringing it and, up. And number two, um, I did actually say algae. Algae. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Moss, Very important. Moss difference. is more of the tree and rocks type <laughs> shit. I, Algae's in water, right? Al- correct. Algae is water. Yeah, it's. Kind I of clearly a, overstepped my bounds here. You, you did. You did in a couple different ways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you disrespect, you'll get checked. Next right. time, next time, I'll check with you before I start talking swamp water talk. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. He's and not asking much. No, just swamp water. That's all he wants to bring up. Pretty I'm much. sure. Th- I, I, I'm sure there actually is great swamp water in Hogwarts Legacy. I haven't because I, I, I was gonna say that looks like the Forbidden Forest probably has. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't just, been there I'm yet just though. Getting into the Forbidden Forest, but See, I'm, I'm yeah. more worried about okay. the spiders right now. There's a lot of fuck the spiders. There's yeah. a lot of spiders. I've seen. I, I haven't gotten there yet. I, like I said, I'm behind. I'm in the beginning, but I've seen the gameplay online. Like some of the trailers show yeah. the spiders. Fuck that. Not fuck fun. That. Not fun. But uh, but yeah, let's. Let's move on because as as we've talked here quite a bit on this podcast, I'm a big DC guy, and I've told you guys that uh, the DC train's coming and it's taking over Marvel. Well, this this movie that Tyler's been hyping up so much, oh, Ant Christ. Ant-Man Quantumania. You're ready, folks. You folks, just get fucking ready. It's, it's dropping on Thursday, and some of the early reviews are out. And, buddy, it's it's looking like it's going to be a Thor-level level film buddy it's not is it it flopping it's flopping it's not it's not well first of all it can't flop because it's not out yet so it's gonna flop. it's not a flop until the numbers are a disappointment at least oh well i mean what is that Uh, keep in mind based on what though he's basing this off rotten tomatoes the most biased objective field opinion swamp uh, not uh, not good swamp ugly swamp yeah opinion swamp swamp i don't want to look so many (laughs) so many ratings that come from rotten tomatoes are people that have not even watched the movie they are literally trolls Uh, yeah i believe it i believe it so I don't respect the Rotten Tomatoes, good or bad. I don't respect I don't, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think you should judge a movie until it comes out. See, I, and I, you see it yourself. Yeah, I, I gotta watch Wakanda Forever until I. Or before yes, I even, you do. It's out on Disney Plus now, yes. so I'll watch it. I'll watch. Watch it, it tonight, you Jack Maybe. Wagon. It's kind of late, man. He's we gonna be. He's gonna be on. That, he's gonna be on that Hogwarts until he goes. Yeah, there. I need to jump on that. Maybe another hour dude, or so. Dude, I might hop on Hogwarts after this, dude. I'm, Need to get back in fantastic, you know what I mean? But uh no, dude, Quantum Mania is gonna be fucking lit. I'm still excited. I'm going I get to go see it tomorrow. So next week I'll have my own review of it. Uh, I'm seeing I got early access at my at my work, the movie theater. So they're giving us a private screening. Excuse me. I'm gonna get nice and nice and uh, toasty, smoke a little J or something before that. And uh I can't wait. I can't wait to text Cody and be like, hey. Pull your cock out of your mouth and put it back in your butt, because uh, uh, Marvel's I'm, still good. I'm just going to start the narrative now, and it came here first on the Suds of Buzz podcast. Quantumania was a flop, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't know if you guys watched. I, we, didn't, we didn't put this on the script, but I'm going to throw this out there. I don't know if you guys happened to see, uh, happened to see the Flash trailer that they released on the Super Bowl. Now, I know we didn't bring this in, but... Uh, the cameo that they're about to drop on that, buddy, that is, yeah, what what do you got to say on that? Oh, well, uh, I'm excited for it. Absolutely. that fl- The Flash movie definitely looks good. Um, 
was not expecting a, a super bro, a supergirl cameo. Super uh, girl is gonna be in. I mean, this was just from the trailer. It's not a spoiler. You can go watch the trailer. It's out. Not only that, but the Batman we're getting. Oh yeah, Michael Keaton. We've already known that. They've said that. No, I just found that out. You see, he's a DC. <laughs> he's a DC fanboy, and we've known about Michael Keaton since they announced the movie. Oh, yeah, I already knew that. No, you did. That's the reason I was hyped for it. I think no, we, we talked about this before because no, this is before we started the podcast. That's how long this movie, by the way, has been in development. Hell. Uh, they've been talking about the Flash long before we started this podcast. Oh wow! Um, and even then, and even then, they they had confirmed like, yeah, Michael Keaton's gonna be a big part of it there because they're they're crossing universes. So to me, the only cameo that was a surprise was seeing Supergirl in it. We're gonna get Supergirl, which is gonna be crazy. However, you know what I didn't see any sign of? What's that? Reverse Flash. If you give us a Flash movie about him going to different universes and there's no Reverse Flash, L. So you what? So me. is the blue flash not the reverse flash? Is that? No, he's well, the, well from the trailer he's working with himself. He's working with another version of himself. Yeah, but he does like a blue thing. No, reverse flash is yellow. I'm being uh, put on to all of this in in real time. So we'll jump on the DC train. We got room over here. Uh, well, I'll tell you that this it's, this, it's this the way the, to go. Who's the got, flash. Who's got the, Winnie the Pooh. Which one owns Winnie the Pooh now? DC. No, uh, I'll be on DC. <laughs> Paul, do you know do you know Winnie the Pooh is a uh, public domain. Anybody can use. That like you can't be sued for copyright. So if we there's own, a, technically no, DC, technically DC kind of could own Winnie no, the Pooh. Buddy, no, you gotta. We all own Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I can't. Be, I can't believe you guys haven't talked about this. You guys don't know about this. I see that Winnie the Pooh horror. movie. There's a Winnie the yeah. Pooh horror movie coming out where he's like Winnie the Pooh is like a, a an axe murderer. Yeah, I saw the trailer for like, it. Like I'm pretty, dead serious, Cody. Nuts. Like it's a I've fan. Seen it. No, I've seen the oh, trailer. Yeah, the, okay. I don't know what to think about it. It's per, and 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 the we gotta the watch Winnie it. the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh depiction that they have is. Very disturbing, man. Oh yeah, it's creepy as fuck. Uh, I think Piglet's is. gonna be in it. Uh, I mean, come on, you gotta have Piglet. I mean, if it's gonna be an adult, uh, I'm, if it's realistic, Eeyore's probably hung himself by that. By the, oh, by the oh there's the no movie. way dude, Eeyore's oh, still alive. He's gotta off himself, dude. Or he's just the sickest motherfucker in that movie. Like, That's he's true. He's like peeling skin, eating uh, it type shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ! If there's no Tigger, I'm out. So that. Oh, dude, that's come gonna on, be that. That's game. gonna be like a middle of the movie cameo, like. Oh, that's going to be good, dude. Hey, hey, you know what? And you know how they're going to bring him on? I'm already calling it now. You're not going to see him. The first thing you're going to hear is <laughs> the <laughs> laugh. Yeah, you're you're going to hear the laugh. His little bounce on that yeah. tail, and at the end of his tail is like a fucking mallet, and he just <laughs> bashes somebody's Christ. skull in. Yeah, I, I don't know how to feel about it, but um, back to what we were talking about. I don't know. You got it. So you're on DC side then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, really watch. On I don't, want, I don't watch any of this shit, no, to be honest. He's not I'm, on anybody's I'm, side. I'm, what I am is I'm the outside perspective when you guys talk about that stuff. Because all I'm you not care about is involved. Swamp Water. I, you, you're so, not even giving I, another all you care about is superheroes. That's not true. <laughs> I've talked about other things. You What? What? You talked about Swamp Water before? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't <laughs> talked about your Swamp Water yet. You did a couple but minutes. You haven't ago. even tried to get the note. We haven't even talked about any swamp water with them. Yeah, uh, yeah you're right. Maybe okay. Listen, no, we'll, I, we'll I, start I, next week. We'll have a swamp water segment, okay. and you get and, and you can Fair. go all in. Fair. And I like I like hearing about the superhero stuff. It's it's fun to learn about it. I used to be into it at a time, but you know, I just kind of fell off. Marvel made too many movies for me. I don't watch that I much. No, that's movies. why you jump on the DC side. All right, I, I'm I'm open, man. I'm open. All right, he's on DC side. There you go, folks. Cody has just so people. Anybody out there was wondering, Cody has no loyalty. Is what he just said. I I'm like, a, what I never once said that. I've been on DC side from the beginning. Oh, you, oh, you're from the beginning, huh? Okay. Yeah. I feel like the child to divorced parents right now. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what you are. Yeah, it's he's just right. mad. He's gonna have to admit defeat in a couple of years. 
He's a younger sibling. I will, I will have to admit nothing. <laughs> I will have to admit nothing. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Well, listen, I think the one thing we can't agree on when it comes to television and shows and movies is that The Last of Us has been phenomenal, man. Oh, oh fantastic. This last episode, dude, wow. episode five, the most recent episode we got was a masterclass. I believe on last week's episode, I said it was moving a little bit slow. Huh. Eh, not they addressed anymore. that for you. Not anymore. Yeah. They hit you hard this episode. What a great episode. Absolutely keeps you on your toes till the very end. And yeah, if you played the game, uh, I'm sure after last week, how the last episode ended, you kind of knew where it was going. You you, you know what's going to happen. I no clue. So the, at the yeah, Cody very does not. end of the episode <laughs> was like, whoa. It sucks so bad that we can't do any spoilers on here because like, we can't talk about it the way I want to talk about it. But my yeah. God. Yeah, watch to the end of the episode, folks. It's just shoot. Maybe at the end of the season, we'll do a whole episode on it. Just do a breakdown of the season. I'd be down for that. We I could definitely work. Yeah, that. after people have had time to see everything, yeah, we can do an episode dedicated to talking about it. Be a special. We got no more football, so why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. But um, no, yeah. It, wow. I mean, again, like I said, the way they've been holding true to the video game and putting their own spin on everything. It's been just nothing short of brilliance. Uh, they've been delivering so well, telling such a good story, um, one that makes so much sense. Like, it's believable. I, I'm starting to care about these motherfucking characters, which is what's supposed to happen. And, uh, yeah, dude, I can't wait to see how they're going to keep going with this. And I'm very, 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 uh, very not looking forward to season two, just because I know how it's, how it's going to go. I kind of I kind of know, and you you shot it down the other day, but I know what's going to happen, and it's it's... It's going to suck because I, I, I'm starting to have attachment issues already. I'm getting attached to the characters. And um, mainly, though, well, Pedro Pascal, man, I just can't get over this, dude. His acting is just a phenomenal, man. Everything he does, I'm so excited for it. Mandalorian drop next month. Yeah. The Mandalorian. We need Coming to get soon. we need to get Paul caught up on the Star Wars. We're gonna we're just gonna go all the way through with Paul on all the Star Wars. Uh, everything. I, I, I tell you to stop sucking Pedro Pascal's dick, but I I, I don't really blame you. Yeah, you want to you want to turn the, <laughs> the only reason you want to tell me to stop is so you could join in. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Attack. He's phenomenal. What can I say, dude? He's great. I mean, there's enough of him to go around. I think you could. Yeah. Both. And I always forget Ellie's actors. The, the actor that plays Ellie. What's her name? Uh, Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. I always forget her name. So, but Bella Ramsey, she's just killing it. She's killing, killing it, man. Yeah, so just hop on the train if you haven't yet. It's so. a, it's a winner. It's a fucking winner, dude. It's a phenomenal um, show to just watch. I mean, we we look forward to it every week, and we're always talking about. Oh, we could talk. You know, we're gonna we're gonna watch yeah. it in a few days. It's about to come out. Oh shit, did it come out? You know, the, it's always like we always look forward to it. And I'm 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 really looking forward more to the these these last episodes of this season because in the game you really don't you really don't get to the most impactful like villain of the game or like the main like. The most memorable antagonist, because you meet, it's a video game, so you, and this one doesn't have really have like a sole antagonist. You meet multiple on their trip as okay. they're going to get where they need to go. Um, but the most memorable from the game, uh, for sure, is is coming up in the show now. Okay. Uh, the way it's going now, the story as they're going on, they're coming up on something really good. And uh, yeah, boy, let me tell you, great villain coming up. And speaking of great villains, we decided we would go ahead and. Go ahead and throw a little faded five to you guys this week. Give you one. It's been a minute since we've done one, but uh, we uh, we will go ahead and get a faded five. That was Morgan's idea to get that on in here, so I'm gonna go get. It. She's in the other room, but I'm gonna grab her real quick, and uh, we'll because we'll, she wanted to be in here. It was her idea for the, to do this. A faded five, the top five movie villains. Movie villains. Now this is gonna be interesting. You can go a lot of different ways with the movie villains. Um, Tough. 
obviously superheroes is where you want to first jump into here, but there's a lot of different um, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. When it, when I started looking at it, like uh, there's the comedy villains, <laughs> comedy movies, right. man, fantastic. Right. There's just the classics, the villains and classic movies. So I think uh, we got we got Morgan here. Morgan uh, hopefully has her own top five list. I'm not sure she's going to get the mic here in a second. She might not, but she has a uh, a top five online list for the top the, five. The list. internet, the lovely the internet interweb. is going to tell us what the top five is. I'd like to hear theirs first, I think. You want to hear we, the internet's first? Because we have not heard them. For those okay. we're not cheating, we have not heard the, the internet's list yet, but we've all made our list already. I see Paul's written there. Yeah, I, got, I know, I I know Cody did his. I have mine. So we all have our list already written out. Um <clears throat> So I don't know. I think it'd be. Do you, do you think so, babe? Do you think we got Morgan on the mic now? I think that you guys will be absolutely blown away by this list. So I don't know. If, oh, then we'll go you, first. I don't know if you. All right, <laughs> yeah, we'll go first. If you yeah. think we'll blow, if and we, it's not. It's not that I'm. It's gonna blow you away. Like, oh, it's the best list ever. It's gonna blow you away. Like, like we'd never guess it. If I asked you to guess these top five in the order of these top five, you guys collectively could never do it. Okay, okay I want to do it at the end. Then we'll do we'll it at do the, the end. end. Yeah, okay. If it's not, if it's like that, we'll do it at the end for sure. All right, we'll um, we'll do host first. Top five. We'll start at number five. Okay, we'll go, go ahead, around. Tyler. We'll go around. Oh, yeah. Everyone's yeah, we'll spot. Go around Everybody around. has to go from the fifth spot to the number one spot. Yeah. So oh, please oh, end. Okay. Please end with your top villain. Okay. Yeah, starting at number five. So starting from the bottom. Oh. Now we're here, Drake. All right, here we go. Number five, Tyler. My number five villain of all time. And uh, just to also, I'm sure I'm missing a lot right now. I've seen, people know I'm the opposite of Cody. I've seen a lot of movies, and we had to do these lists off the top of our head. Uh, kind of like as soon as Morgan gave us the prompt, we were like, okay, fuck it, let's do it, put some down. So my number five movie villain, just from movies, it's Yzma from Emperor's New Groove. Oh, fuck. Coming That's in at number five. That is such a good one. What a oh, great... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew, if I, you haven't... Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. I knew people <laughs> were going to say something that I'm like, fuck, that's so good. And you can't, uh, and you can't change it. No, no changing it. No changing it. The same thing's going to happen to me, I'm sure. But yeah, dude. Uh, if you haven't seen Emperor's that's New Groove... Uh, come on now. That would... <laughs> Crunk, pull the lever. Crunk, pull the lever. That's a great one. All right, Cody. That's great. All right. I'm not going to be as, as fun with mine or as funny, but my number five, Predator. Oh, oh great hell wow. yeah! That's a good one. Hell I was yeah. thinking about That's a good that. One. I was wow. thinking about that, but I will. Yeah. I will counter with this. Hey, folks, fuck you! I didn't expect a good one from you. Off yeah. of it. like that's a pretty good <laughs> one. Sorry, Is he predator. more a villain or a monster, though? Like, I'm mm. a monster. I do agree with you. Though, I was thinking he's about a villain because he's coming with. Uh, I think I don't an know if alien a, is see, more I don't, a monster. Okay, but I, I don't know. Predator's but, coming with a clear directive to kill a human. I was gonna say, are they mutually exclusive though, monster and villain? I don't. know. No, you're right. See, that's why this is a good. Because I'd count that. Yeah, I'd no, count I'd Predator count as villain for, for sure. At, at, least, at least if we're going off the first one, Arnold Schwarzenegger for sure. The the, for the sure antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. That's so that. that's why I think that's a really good one. It is a good pick. I don't got time to bleed. Oh God damn! That's <laughs> fantastic film. That is a movie Cody has seen. Thank God. So yeah. this is I, I have a bit of a different one in my fifth. And when I was thinking of the list, I wasn't putting them in order. But now that I'm taking another look, I do see a bit of a clear order. I have Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh my and this God! Is, allow me to explain. I can't believe I didn't think of that. And I love Tropic Thunder. Allow me to explain. He's not, he's not so villainous. He's a total dick, but he's kind of fucking cool, though. So I was thinking, like, top villains. Like, he's kind of like, if I had to think, like, top Tom cool villains. Cruise's, Tom Cruise's best role 
of all time. Brilliant. He's unrecognizable, by the way. Nobody knows that's Tom Cruise. It plays Les Grossman. No. The balding fucking that's Tom Cruise in a, got a, got in a, a fat suit. In a fat in a little the chubby fat suit with the bald hair and glasses. Dude, how li- one of the funniest roles of all time. Like that that is one role that kind of made me respect Tom Cruise. That whole movie, dude, is is one is in my top five movies of all time for sure. Tropic Thunder. I can't believe I didn't think of that. That's a great one, Paul. It's a good film, man. I love that film. I, wow. He, I mean, he's like, you know, if if I could debate Predator being a villain, you could definitely debate him being a villain. But, uh, but I mean, because he's, he's an antagonist, though. Yeah. So, yeah. That's he's just so likable because <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's good. Um, we're going to go to four now because we'll, we'll do yeah, all we'll five of that. Yeah. yeah. At the end. Um, so, for my number, my number four, I had to go with this one, bro. One of the first names that popped in my head. Easily, when you talk about villains and movies, best of all time, it's Calvin Candy played by Leonardo DiCaprio and Django Unchained, oh, bro. Shit. That's Ooh, another wow. good one. Fantastic. That's uh, another good uh, one. Fantastic. I mean, first of all, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, so you know it's f- acted phenomenal. I mean, he's so believable as yeah. this piece of shit racist slave owner from you know Mandingo <laughs> fighter from the South. At Leo, I mean, God, you hate the man. You're terrified of this man. His he's still charismatic in the movie, mm-hmm. and it's it, he's a force. He's literally a, like a, 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 a he's like a, a mass force in the on the movie until he's like gone from it. And uh, it was just so good. If the, for a quick story for those that don't know, while he was shooting that movie, there's a scene at the dinner table um, where he's very upset. And he's like giving a kind of a monologue, an angry monologue. He breaks a glass while doing that. The glass actually broke while filming, and he actually cut himself and was, like, bleeding profusely from his hand. Kept going through the scene like nothing happened and finished it up. And when he was done, he was like, give me a fucking towel. Beautiful. And, and, and done it up. Went to, and that was it's used. Tarantino used that yeah. in the movie. And like, it, and he even wipes the blood on uh, Tandy Newton's face. She's the actress in the in the scene. Yeah, yeah. And that's real. Her reaction to him doing that, if you go back and watch it, that reaction you see from her is quite real because that man really cut himself and it, they kept it rolling. Oh, so man. Leonardo is a master class, whatever you want to say about him, master class actor. That's a great villain too. Yeah, man. That's, great that's, villain. That's an awesome pick. I think your guys' lists are going to be way better than mine because I, 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 we I'm, did this on like short notice. Mine so falls well, off. I'm, I'm actually surprised Cody's even seen enough movies to come up with a exactly. top five. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. not, not, not only come up with a top five, but do it on the spot. Like, no, I, literally. I, yeah. We did this in like two No minutes. research. No research. So my number four is Darth Vader. Hell yes. I was waiting for somebody to come up with Darth Vader. I was that's, that's waiting. That's too high at four? But there's high. only five. There's only five spots. Oh. Is that too low, you mean? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Too low. You know what I mean. I yeah. apologize. Yeah, I, I know. I have some... Listen, and I know these were kind of yeah. common, Darth Vader and Predator. So I kind of had them not towards the bottom, just not only because they were common, but I have some favorite, really, performances as I get Makes into sense. my top you know, my that's top two. And well, three. that's important as a villain. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what, what I based mine off of is kind of performance. Exactly. To be honest with so you, that's what I did. That's kind of what the list online is like. It, yeah. I think it's more based on performance. On performance. Yeah. I'm so not sure, get, though. I wanted to get the characters out of the way because Darth Vader yeah. and Predator are two characters that really enveloped you as villains. So I wanted okay. to get those out of the way into my top five. So Darth Vader, number four, fantastic character. I mean, he's still, uh. he's still today is, is, you know, being used and, and this everyone's, it, he's, he's a, that's, that's one of those, that's one of those figures that's, even though it's a completely fictional, it's more known than like, 
most things around the world, like yeah. globally, people do, you just say Darth Vader, they know what that is. Definitely. Um, they see so the silhouette, they know what it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, yeah, oh, just the sound. Yeah, they, they, they just oh, know for it. Sure. Yeah, so for sure, iconic villain, absolutely deserving of top five. So yeah, good, another good pick. All right, all right. Go I ahead, just can't man. believe he was at four instead of like a two or one. I know, well. yeah. I know. But all right, Paul, you're so, four. So I said mine kind of flies off the rails. This is not where it flies off the rails. This is a villain that is so infamous and so loved. People forget that he's a villain in the first place. Ugh. Some would say he has a whole army of, you know, what do they call them? Minions? Oh, no. Oh, you didn't. You know who no. I got. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Gro- Big Daddy Gru. Gru? Is Gru a villain? Yes, he's a villain. He is a villain. He said Gru. He is the villain because he, the whole time, the whole thing of the I, movies I, are him being a villain with his minions. Yeah, I guess you I have, give it to I you. have literally seen. Fantastically done. I've movie. seen none of them. No, you haven't um, seen the first one? Yeah. The first one's good. The I've first one's a, really I've good. I've seen enough clips and dank memes to know that that's the dude right there. <laughs> I honestly memes. loved all the movies. I thought they were so funny. I they were all, so cute. They were good. I haven't seen the sequel. The sequels, but the first one is really good. I really like the first one. All right, number three. That's Steve Carell, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Steve yes. Carell. Fantastically uh, fantastic job as Gru. So it could fall now, into the performance-based yeah. category. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely yeah. performance-based. Now, my top three was really hard. It was really, really hard. Um, my, 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 my one and two were solid. I knew who my one and two were right, right when I thought of the list. I was like, boom, got one and two villains. Number three was really hard. I ended up giving it to not this one. I'm about to say. I wanted to give it to Killmonger from Black Panther. So he's he's kind of like my okay. honorable mention. Killmonger from Black Panther. I really wanted to give it to him because, wow, fantastic villain. I can go into all that. But number three, dude, if you want to talk about villain, the top five villains, to put him in number three, top three, it's Voldemort, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I debated on Voldemort. Voldemort. I was waiting for someone to bring out I'm Voldemort as well. I'm glad I didn't put him it's in my top five. fucking Voldemort, I mean, dude. Yeah. People can't even, so most people can't even say his name. Avada Kamada. It's funny but, hearing you guys know, talk about your list. Avada Kamada. Yeah, I probably said that wrong. Well, yeah, with the game coming out, it's it's popular right now. I see. I see. Oh, yeah, but you yeah, have yeah. to put like, oh, come on now, you yeah. gotta put yeah. a monster. That's an evil motherfucker right there. You're right, and I'm glad I went a little off track with mine because that's that's and you're getting more back into, you know the the yeah because that's like, that's somebody that deserves to be on a top five list. Yeah, we're all gonna talk about villains here. Somebody that needs to be mentioned. So absolutely. Who's uh, number three, Cody? Cody. White Goodman. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that's a good. No, not what? the drum beat. There we go. I almost played a drum beat, but I don't want the drum beat. White that's, a, that's an applause for White Goodman. Enlighten me. Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, shit. It's dodgeball. Oh, fuck. That's I'm, I'm brilliant. Here to, I'm here to begin my courtship with the cake. Oh. <laughs> ben Stiller. I, I mean, I had to get a comedy one in there, and White Goodman oh, just... Oh, like, Everything Goodman. he says and uh, everything he does, oh, when they come out, the little the little march they do when they come out <laughs> to the dodgeball the cobra tournament. Cobras the, cobras. the Cobras, man. Blazer. Yes, Bla- Blazer. <laughs> You know my fit, my personal trainer, Michelle, <laughs> and all the way from uh, Dostoevsky. <laughs> dodgeball, dodgeball is a dodgeball is a top five comedy movie of all time. Oh, yeah. Probably top ten movie of all time. 
but uh, for surely top five of my comedies, Dodgeball Dude is <laughs> it's great. White Goodman. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Cody. Wow, the the total underdog for the tonight on making a list about movies. You all, all your ones have been hits. Like yeah. all your ones yeah. have been good. Oh, definitely, you haven't missed. Impressive. So, oh, that's such. Paul, what's that's your number three? Okay, so these are three that I, I, I debate more tightly than the other two. Okay. Um, I think for my third one, I'm going to go with Hans Gruber. Oh, from Die Hard. And that is Paul so good. Oh that God. is so good. I, I could kiss you. That's you guys such a collectively good pick. have such a good list. This it's a is pretty so good one. It's a pretty good one. It's a fantastic it's a one. Die Hard, yes. Are you crazy? Honestly, he's like not even the worst villain. Like he's not doing the worst things in the world, but he's like he's a perfect prick, dude. Yeah, he's a fucking total. R.I.P. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Oh, Rest in yeah. peace to that oh, man. He, he played a Hans no Gruber. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, that's the same man that played Severus Snape in Harry Potter. A lot of Harry Potter mentions really? right now. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the man who played Snape okay. in Harry Potter. Alan Rickman. He was Hans Gruber. R.I.P. Another masterclass, dude. Phenomenal dude. Phenomenal actor. That's a good one, Paul. Really good one, Hans Gruber. I'm loving. Had to lists. throw him in there. Yeah, we're. This is this is a we lot more gr- fun than us. So I'm, many good villains. I'm waiting to hear Tyler's top two because I have a feeling who's gonna be. Two or one? You already know, baby, who my number one is because you know how much I hate that motherfucker. And that's why he's number one, dude. I don't know, but let's I'm just, waiting. All right, number two, number two, number two. I'm so excited. My number two. It's Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, Spider-Man. And also because of the new one, No Way Home, with uh, with the new Spider-Man. Um, why can't I think of his name now all of a sudden? The new Spider-Man. Oh, Miles Morales? No, no, no. The oh, one that's dating Zendaya now. Yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, Jesus, Tom, Tom Holland. <laughs> the, the new one, the new one, No Way Home was great also phenomenal because, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Norman, uh, um, what you call it? Um, Osborn. Will Defoe. Willem Defoe. Sorry, oh, I was thinking yeah, of the, yeah. his real name. Willem Defoe obviously killed it again in No Way Home. But this is mainly the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. We saw Willem Defoe doing the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, oh, the beautiful. OG one. Yeah. Because and that that should have been the first superhero movie to get an Oscar. That motherfucker or, or scared n- me. Not movie, but yeah, dude, that performance that as a, as Green Goblin that should that was Oscar worthy, dude. Oh yeah, Oscar worthy performance and just uh, uh, oh my god, that's how you encompass a villain right there. That's how you encompass a villain almost to the perfect way. My number one is the most perfect type of villain, but. Mm. Number two, Green Goblin, dude. That's a great number two, man. That's fantastic. Now, see, my number two and number one. My number two is the one you guys probably, or my number two is the one you guys all probably could have guessed that I was going to put on my list. It took everything within me not to put him at number one. Um, I just think it's, uh, uh, both my top two, I think, were just perfect performances in terms of what you want to be as a villain. Yeah. Number two for me is Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, yeah. And I had to put so him good. in there. It yes. was one of the most beautifully done performances yeah. ever. And That's I just the, the character of the Joker overall, the Joker is just one of the greatest villains of all time. And he yeah. really just, uh, other than Joaquin Phoenix, he's the only other one that's done the character true justice, man. And just, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, he shook the earth with that one, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. He shook the earth with that one. That was a. Uh, that was spine chilling. That 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 Dark Knight Rises. And I'm sorry, um, the Dark Knight uh, with with Heath Ledger when he yeah. did that one as Joker. And, and speaking of flawless speaking of playing on things that aren't like with uh, what Leonardo DiCaprio did, 
um, when Heath Ledger was playing the Joker, the hospital scene when the oh, hospital yeah. when he blew the hospital yeah. up, when he hit the button, the hospital was supposed to blow up right away. Right, and it did, and it didn't, and he played through the scene. That's improv. Him, he yeah, improv and hit the button multiple times until it blew it up, and then and then ran off the way he did. That was all Cause, improv. Cause that's not supposed to happen. And that was full Joker, dude. Yeah, that was that's it, that was the Joker. He become that character. That's such a Joker thing to do. Like, why is my mom working? You know? And then oh shit, it blew up. Like, like kind of that was one of the most Joker things in the whole movie. That's such a Joker thing and do yeah phenomenal he killed it cody again dude another great pick i was gonna say you might not have seen in a lot of movies but hey the ones you've seen you come up with some pretty good villains today a round of applause for cody he's seen the ones with some good fucking villains i'm excited to tell you my number one i'm excited to hear it you came up with a good list oh number two you got some really good like sincere villains on your list I have I have some too, and I'll I'll say here I'm an animal lover. I was gonna say Paul's a cat in the house that fucks this, everything up. This, Paul's the shit that knocks everything oh off yeah. the counters. No, he yeah he is he's pretty bad. <laughs> MC is his name by the way. Yeah. Pimp C. Yeah, like like the late great Pimp C. We'll talk about him another day. I got an evil bitch on my list. <laughs> I got Corilla Deville. <laughs> oh, that evil bitch. Paul, really, when he said that he only oh. watches happy shit, I didn't think he was going to come in here with all, like, either animated <laughs> yeah. characters or characters say, from comedy movies. <laughs> I got to say, though, that's a really, that's a fantastic pick, that's Corilla. A, that's a nasty oh, bitch. That's Who a villainous bitch. Yeah. Who takes some damn well, dogs for a jacket? Right. She wants to kill yeah. them. She wants yeah. to kill she her literal her literal motivation Listen, is to kill puppies. Hey, skin the dogs for the fur. That is a villain. So many dogs she's killing too. Yeah, she's a hundred and one of them. Hundred and one. Like that is evil as fuck. Man. You know the level of Not just one puppy, but a hundred of them. You know the level the level of malice to where it's like. So, Ma'am, we've killed a hundred dogs for that jacket. Where she was like, one we more. more. We need one more. A hundred and one. The whole Disney movies were brutal, man. Like, oh, and, they, and they tell us oh, to yeah. worry about kids killing one dog, and Corella's killing a hundred and one puppies. Jesus. A hundred and one puppies is at least five humans. Why don't you just kill Why don't you wait for like, killer. He said about four dogs equals about a third of a human. So and and also, with that math. Are you killing, also, like, <laughs> you so impa- also, are you so impatient that you need a hundred and one puppies so you can kill them and make the coat now? Or do you need those 101 puppies to grow up and be full-sized right. dogs? How many coats are you getting from... <laughs> yeah. like, it's not even worth it. Yeah. At least one whole Dalmatian is like math. a big dog. Let's do the math. Let, 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 everyone, let's do the math here, okay? Dalmatians are huge. <laughs> one jacket one jacket's probably taking like... No, no, these are baby... They were baby Dalmatians. I know. So one jacket's probably like 10 of them. All right, so you got uh, the ten jackets. I mean, but she was wearing that boisterous shit. So think about how big that coat is. I was so trying that. to make some fifteen the one jacket. <laughs> Crazy. You're trying to make some motherfucking um, money. Why don't you good. let them all grow up, and then you can probably make a hundred and one yeah. jackets. Because a Dalmatian stands up, and it's a big dog. You have the right idea by trying to grow them a little bit more. Like I don't. I mean, <laughs> if she we're was gonna just... go in on this, if we're gonna go in on the jacket like, making, she I just was don't... doing the puppy shit to be extra evil. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what makes her the villain. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, rifle number two. Yeah, okay, I'm bitch. so hyped now. Let's hear the freaking number ones. And let me tell you, this is the one I know I'm ready for. Number one villain of all time, the most evil motherfucker that ever walked on the motherfucking across the galaxy. Yeah, that's right. And the only reason I took him over Darth Vader is because this motherfucker is the true epitome. 
of what went wrong and what is evil. Ugh. It's Emperor fucking Palpatine. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Number one, Palpatine. to me, he's the worst villain of all time, and which makes yeah. him the best villain. You hate him so much. Palpatine, dude. Palpatine. How do you pull that many strings and not get caught? Like, how does one person make that whole plan unravel to make all of that happen? One man did that. He destroyed the whole galaxy. He took down the whole galaxy. Come back and almost did it again. And he almost did it again. Thank you. He almost did it again. It's a, that's, that's what it is. All right, Cody. That's my, that's my number one, Palpatine. He's a piece, wor- piece em- of shit. Emperor As he should Paw be number Patrol. one on the list. Emperor this one I think is going to surprise everybody. This is going to make me sound like I know what I'm talking about when it comes Woo! to movies. And Tyler's not going to like this. My number one villain all time on movies, Anton from No Country for Old Men. You're a cunt. Wow. <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> You're that's, a cunt. That's, that's no, that's that's a. I can't argue with that one. Though. That's my number one. That's a great, that's a great pick. That's, that's my a, number that's one. A, that's is it really your number one? Yeah. It is. It is my number no, one. No, it's too. not. Who is it? I've never seen this movie. No country for old men. His name is Anton Chigurh. Anton so, Chigurh. Yeah. Javier Bardem played him in No Country for Old Men, and he is. Oh my god. That is wow. No. Did you know a hundred real life psychologists? Did a study on movies and had to find like which character or which like actor gave a character the most realistic performance of a psychopath, and the psychiatrists all said that it was Javier Bardem's portrayal really? of Anton Chigurh. He was the most like by the book like diagnosed as a tr- like a psychopath. Dude, such a beautiful, oh, I believe beautifully that. done. Yeah, I believe yeah. <laughs> truly, truly insane. I was about to do an impersonation, but like, I got, I couldn't get past his expression. I, I will definitely butcher it, but he's like, <laughs> call it. <laughs> With his coin, decide your life. It's, 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 we could, it's wow. We, we could use some work on that one. We'll get back to you. It's, it's a Coen Brothers film. Which, uh, all, their, all their movies are fantastic. But if you haven't seen No Country for Old Men by the Coen Brothers, 10 out of 10 film, it's phenomenal and yeah it's in my top five all-time films yeah it's in most people's honestly as it should be um and yeah anton chigurh he's the villain in that movie i can't believe we had the same number one i can't either that's a a villain i had a feeling some of us would overlap but i didn't think we would overlap on that one no i I would have never guessed that that's the one you guys overlapped on to be honest before we get really really good list though guys that was obviously great job really hey cody and paul that was those are great everybody really good job and before we go to the top five uh from morgan from the internet uh honorable mention quick shout out the shark from jaws Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, shout that, out Jaws. That's yeah. a great shout out. That's that's, the, that's an honorable mention. Honorable mention for sure. The so only I one think, we need. I think this whole list is pretty interesting. There's like 24 names on the list. Here are the top five. Okay, so we're five. Number five is Magneto. Oh great! Oh great okay, villain. Fantastic. That's a good one. I like that's that. That's a one. good one. Not right. mad. Not mad at that. Number four, Voldemort. Okay, I okay. had that one. Yeah. Number three. Are you ready? Hannibal Lecter. Oh, good one. Yes, yes. Fuck, that's a good one. It makes perfect sense. Fantastic. Number two, Darth Vader. Okay, Okay. hit it, hit it. And number one as the top villain is Joker. Oh, the Joker. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's a lot of iterations. Yeah, and it was so hard. It was so hard for me to not put Joker at number one, man. But yeah, Anton. That. Some of the names on this list are pretty good. Like at the bottom of this list, they have Jack Torrance. Oh yeah, from The Shining. Oh, yeah. They have oh, yeah. Agent Ooh. Smith. 
From the Matrix, yes, oh, a great wow, villain. Okay. That's a good list. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Great list. Yeah. Freddy Krueger. Great list. Nobody said Thanos. I I, I wanted to, but I, I and, it, that, but and that was a great performance too. Like yeah, that's. Man, I mean, oh my god, the Anton guy is on here for old for No yeah. Country for Old Men. Yes, he's, on here. he's gotta be. Yeah, that's for sure. Hans Gruber was on this list too, and he, he was, gotta be. He was gotta number be. seven. We had a great oh, wow. wow top that's ten. That's why I was yeah. impressed with your guys' list because some of them did overlap with this internet's one. So I was like, oh my god. We, we know our villains. We hey, we appreciate good villains. They make the movie, man. It was when really you have cool. a especially like not only well you know i said characters are one thing but to have a, an acting performance so well done yes as a villain to, to add that it's like just getting two main characters and two stories yeah yes yeah, definitely beautiful man it's, and when you can show that perspective too and like the uh, yeah and uh, palpatine God. and bane are on here too bane, bane was one. i didn't even think of bane <laughs> You guys had a really good you list, though. I know what struggle really is. <laughs> hey, that was good. That said it was like good. That. You don't know what that means. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, could do, I could do the Bane voice like all day. I do it for oh, fun. Man. Well, listen, we've only done a couple of Faded Fives, but I think that definitely was probably the best Faded Five we've done. That so one was really yeah, good. That, that was, was the good. good job, babe. That was a good idea yeah. to, to do movie villains. That one was really good. We'll Great definitely idea. have to get, Great now idea. that football season's over, we'll get a lot more Faded Fives in now. Oh, yeah. We'll oh, let yeah. Morgan keep coming up with the ideas because that one hit hard. The producer coming in clutch with that that idea right there. Yeah, we'll start forcing our opinion on you people. We love that. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. sir. But it's been another great episode of Suds and Buds. Thank you all for listening. It's uh, Valentine's Day, the day that we're recording. Yay. So happy. Show some love, baby. Happy late Valentine's Day. Happy you know. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Cody is very jealous of Morgan because she's my Valentine. You Every other year before I met Morgan, Cody was my Valentine. So he's kind of going through it. Tough day for him. I'm yeah, sorry. we're working through it, but that's oh, okay. But you know, we're an item now, Cody and I. Yeah, so. Aww, you got Paul yay. now. You got Paul yeah. now. So yeah. <laughs> stop giving me side eye. I at got the a lot of pieces. Oh my gosh, Paul, you brought a cat into your life. I know. I love yeah. him. See, he, I'm even thinking about getting a cat of my own. Oh yes. Because so Pimp C needs a friend, really. Yes. So, and he's a good age. He's still young. Yeah, yeah he's still young. So I want to get another young kitten, adopt a kitten, so that yeah, to come. We might let, you know, we'll figure out a name here on the podcast. Well, he together. would definitely have to name it Bun B, but. Bun B or, or a Fat Pat? Um, yeah. I was thinking about uh, Mimsy. Oh, cute. <laughs> Mimsy, Mimsy is also. Hey, Mimsy! <laughs> Dude, I, I just. name. Every day I that is Mimsy. Mimsy! Mimsy! Oh, man. Hey, this is a great episode. We got in here. We knocked it out, man. This was a really good one. I know we sounded a little stuffy, a little stuffed up, man. I know my Eagles didn't, didn't pull through like I wanted, but. Uh, Hey, life goes on, baby. We're still happy. We're still rolling. We're still trucking. Follow them on Twitter. Oh, follow us on Twitter, man. If you haven't, I know. Uh, I know we've been a little quiet, a little dormant. My bad, we're but uh, we're it. still there. We still exist. So at Suds Buds tweets, follow us there. At the one ty, if you want to give me a personal follow, uh, we're on there, man. We're on Twitter talking shit still. At Cool Whip Cody for my personal. Paul, are you? You're not even on Twitter. Paul, huh? Paul only has LinkedIn. I'm on nothing yet. <laughs> He's on nothing. He's a ghost, man. I'm on Christian Mingle and Black People Meet. Yeah. And, and don't even ask me when he matches he has on black people meet because it will surprise you well, I'm using Tyler's photo so. <laughs> <laughs> you got negative matches alright guys hey, this has been another week for Suds and Buds keep drinking keep smoking we're gonna see you next time baby cheers see ya